We interrupt our regularly scheduled program to bring you this special bulletin. Good evening. This is your host, Elizabeth Wintle. For the next few minutes of your day, I will be taking you through an adventure of sound that is as horrifying as it is true. So please, get in, loser! I parked in a dark, sketchy area of town. Clothes and trash were strewn on the chain-link fence next to the building, like someone has been making a shrine. Women from as young as 20 to as old as 70 get out of their vehicle and enter a small building called Crone's Hollow. They are members of a witch's coven. At 20 minutes to 8, a seance will be conducted in this building. Oh, one moment. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your patience. While we wait, we have Harper Blaskow, a member of the coven here. Tell me, how did the shop get its name? Well, there was Please a... get closer to the microphone. There was an old woman that lived at the end of the lane. No one knew how old she was, but simply called her the crone. An odd duck that she was. She would take the wooden boards from the old leaning barn and build a nice, comfortable cottage in the hollow of the trees. She created a space that was safe and loved, furnished with oddities and treasures collected from all over the world. She found power in the safe haven. Rita Morgan was the embodiment of the crone. Who's Rita Morgan? Oh, she started the shop. She's a frequent of the store, even in death. Rita passed through the veil a few years ago. Those attuned can still feel her resonant energy, hear her whispers. The veil isn't strong enough to hold her back. Thank you. The time is quarter to eight. I guess it's time for us to go inside. A skunky smell of burnt herbs hits as soon as you walk in. It is cozy, but eclectic, and most definitely alien. The little room is packed with people walking around. I head straight for the front desk. The man behind it greets me. How can I help you? I'm here for the sales. Oh, goody! He looks at me with a bubbly smile. That'll be ten dollars cash. I hand him the money, and he writes my name down at the bottom of the list. While I wait to be called in, I'm compelled to scour the shop everyone else was almost hypnotized by. Step by step, I wander. Candles, herbs, charms, spell books, wands, cauldrons lined every inch of the wall shelves and tables. Some items are hung up, others spill onto the floor. The shop's spell leaves me, and I turn around. Everyone is gone. The only other person left is the front desk guy. Seance is starting. Y'all better get your butts in there. Just above the doorway, a sign is hung up that says Roy's room. Who's Roy? Oh, Roy was the guardian for Salt Lake's Earth Haven Coven. Oh, he was? What happened to him? He died in an auto accident. So that room down there is a tribute to him. Keeps him alive in our hearts, you know. I tensely make my way down the creaky hallway and into Roy's room. Twenty chairs are placed in a circle and filled by all the people that were in front of the store. 
Three chairs stay empty in the middle of the circle, and above them on the ceiling is a plaque of an eclipse. Along the outer edges of the room, thick floor-to-ceiling curtains mute the room to desolate silence, and green lamps light everything with a tint. I squeeze my way into a chair inside of the circle. I've never studied witchcraft or seances, so I'm anxiously awaiting what will happen. I have no idea what this ritual is going to be like and what I'll be required to do. I'm nervous that it's going to be very uncomfortable, but my curiosity won't let me back down. Will something happen that will make me believe in spirits? Will we summon a demon? Three people with ropes tied around their waists come into the room. They're carrying silky scarves with pentagrams on them. Hi, I'm Todd. <laughs> I'm, I'm April. I'm Berlin. And we're going to be the seers. So we're going to be here in the center, and we're going to be getting the messages from those who have passed on. Um, we're probably going to, um, it might not make sense at the time, um, if anything that really sticks out of what we're saying is like, it resonates with you, please speak up. Because the whole thing about a seance is that we're kind of getting through the veil of the other side. Um, we're looking through the pinprick of sort of seeing what we can see. And the more the more um, information, the more energy that we can get from you, from the person that is on the other side, we can make that pinprick shine brighter. They sit in the circle and place the scarves over the head so they are fully covered. A lady comes into Roy's room with eccentric jewelry and a pixie haircut. Well, my name's Goat. Goat. Yes, goat. And that doesn't mean I think I'm the greatest of all time. I just really <laughs> did goats, and they decided that I needed that name. Not the goats, my friends. <laughs> Although the goats tend to dig it too, I think. We, we commune on a spiritual level. I feel like an imposter, yet looking around the circle, everyone is so different from one another. I don't need to fit in. You gave them the... We gave them... Um, <coughs> the basics... Sort of. You may need to go over it again. Okay. And you also need to set the space. It's been above worded. Sweet. Okay. Who did that? I did. Nicely done. The first thing I want everybody to do is uncross everything. Let that energy flow. Yes, put your hands on your thighs, on your legs. Close your eyes. <laughs> and breathe. Breathe easy. Everybody relax. The ritual begins. Black spirits in white, red spirits in gray. Mingle, mingle, mingle who may. Shadatatat around and about. A world within and a world without. A world within and a world without. The good stay in and the ill stay out. I call to the guardians of this space. I call to the ancestors and spirits of the people in this space. 
that we may commune with thee and speak with thee. I call to you all. Good spirits are welcome. As the seance goes on, I can't help but think it's a sham. Has my youngest sister finally found peace? What is your name, dear? My name's Sue. Sue wants to ask her younger sister if she's finally found peace. I see blue skies. A sigh of relief. Daisies. In those blue skies that I've wanted for so long. No more clouds. No more storms. No more. I see the sky. Green grass and daisies. In fields. In those fields. Thank you. Wintress. Wintress. How would you speak with me? Last side. And what would you ask of your son? What would he like for me to do? Love, I also heard you tell her, Mama, you're spunk. You can't give up. You can't get that up. You can't forget that. It's everything. Is that for this? Yeah, that's really overwhelming. Really overwhelming. And that's love. That's yeah. Don't give up your spunk. Keep that. Keep pushing forward. We wish to thank those who have participated this night, who have joined us in their presence, in their silence, in their love, in their whatever. We're just glad you came. We ask you to depart in peace and with our gratitude. We ask the ancestors and guardians of this space to leave with our thanks and gratitude. I left satisfied with my curiosity sedated. Glad I did something out of my comfort zone. However, I was scared. Unfortunately, not for what I thought I was going into. I was hopeful to find something to prove ghosts are real. I was even ready to be scared. Instead, I saw people so consumed by grief and so desperate for reconnection with a dead loved one, but unnerved by the fact people were taking confirmation bias for that and that others were profiting from it. I guess people are going to believe whatever gives them a sense of peace, even if it's from a sixth sense. Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for coming along that journey with me. Now, if you would.